Okay, we are live. I'm on this weird delay so I can see myself. It's really tripping me out, but it's okay. Uh, Monica Salhatra, Do Anything Foods, and Jordan Buckner, Food Bevy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks, Mark. Monica, you got to tell us the story. When did it start? What's it all about? Um, so Do Anything Foods, we launched uh, the business in 2018, but I think the idea came to me um, much before that when my kids were first born and I was trying to figure out ways to get healthy meals on the table very quickly. I think when I became a parent, I found it extremely overwhelming. I was um, working full time in investment banking and traveling a ton. And I was like, I am not going to figure this thing out. So I have to pick one thing to double down on. Um, and for me, I was like, okay, they're not going to get on the mac and cheese and chicken nugget train. And I'm going to cook like home cooked meals the way I grew up with. And so um, that was easier said than done. And I think what I found is I've I started doing a lot of things that a lot of parents do, right? Like a plan on Sunday, fill up the freezer with food. And one of the things I started doing is I would take all of my leftover vegetables at the end of the week because I can't throw anything away. It kills me. And I would turn them into like a sauce or a dip or a soup. Um, and it just became this like mainstay in our fridge that I could use them in a lot of different ways. So I could put this like veggie sauce made with cauliflower on pasta for my kids, but my husband and I could eat it as a soup. And it was like this like very smart, quick, healthy shortcut. Um, and so that was like with me for a few years. And fast forward 2018, we launched what is now Doing Things Foods, which is an idea of bringing smart, healthy shortcuts into the kitchen um, with our first lineup, which are these veggie-based do-anything sauces. Veggie-based do-anything sauces in replace of the mac and cheese, the chicken nuggets, the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, the pizza. Oh, uh, yeah, I have kids too. Um, <laughs> let's get, give us uh, what, again, uh, the exact products uh, so that we have a vision, so we can visualize yep. this. Give us the few products and how does it physically look? Uh, what's sort of the packaging so that we can, we can get an idea what that looks like? Yeah, so we have a lineup of five um, sauces that range from cauliflower alfredo, kale pesto, a creamy butternut squash sauce, a beet pesto, and a um, tomato veggie, which is like more veggie than tomato sauce. And they are all sold in like 15 ounce uh, jars of sauce. Uh, they are refrigerated fresh. They're organic. They're extremely clean. We HPP them. So like it keeps all the goodness of the vegetables in there. Um, and they're meant to be used as a dip, as a sauce, on pasta, as a spread in a sandwich. The pesto, for example, baked on salmon is delicious. Um, and all of them are vegan. They're nut-free, so they're school-safe. They're like keto-friendly. They just hit a lot of different um, tick boxes when you're thinking about feeding your family. But they're also very approachable and easy to use. Like there are pestos and alfredo. And so you know that there's a lot of gateway applications like pasta, for example, that work for kids. But if you want to get creative in the kitchen, there's uh, you know tons of other ways to use them. Give us the nutritional profile. Are, are they better for you? I know you did a call out for organic. You know I'm big on that. I'm a proponent. Mm -hmm. um, give us a nutritional profile and then give us some of the main ingredients so that we have an idea of what that looks like. Yeah. So take our cauliflower Alfredo, for example, it's cauliflower, lemon juice, a little bit of garlic, salt, pepper, and 
extra virgin olive oil. So that's it. And it's really, you know, the roasting of the garlic that brings out the flavor. And so the, the nutritional profile is extremely low calorie. It's very low salt. There's no sugar added. There is really nothing else added in it at all. Our butternut squash gets all of its flavor from caramelizing onions. And so it's, you know, butternut squash, onions, again, olive oil, a little bit of lemon juice, salt and pepper. And so any, anything on that ingredient panel is something you would already have in your kitchen and the way you would make this sauce at home. It's just that making sauces at home is extremely time consuming and you need to have like a Vitamix and the pots and pans and a way to store it. And so it was something that I was making already in my kitchen, but now we've put it into a very fresh um, packaging jar that you can now take home and use in a lot of different ways. So we find that people are just, you know, it's kind of like they're amazing. When I don't know what to cook on a Wednesday night, I can drizzle some of this sauce on top of a really great brain bowl, but I can also mix it into my kids' mac and cheese. You're in what I would assume is the pasta sauce category. So there are big names, of course, that take up the shelves, and then there's emerging brands like in, in every category. Um, what is it that you're able to do as far as the marketing and the brand to differentiate yourself? How are you able to, and will you be able to tell the story that's going to separate you on shelf? Give us sort of how you're going to go up, go ahead and approach that. Yeah. So actually we are not, we don't consider ourselves in the pasta sauce category. We consider ourselves in the kind of fresh meal prep category. And we actually aren't merchandised with fresh pasta at all. Interestingly, when we first launched and, you know, our first year was really a big experiment. Like I was like, okay, we need to figure out how I, you know, I'm not from this industry. So I didn't understand how anything worked to be perfectly honest. Um, didn't really know what I was getting myself into. Um, and so, you know, in that first, few months and the first few accounts we got, we were in the pasta section and it was, it was moving what I thought was great. But, you know, a couple of retailers moved us into that refrigerated vegan vegetarian set, which continues to evolve. And it sometimes feels like a mishmash of different products. There's like everything from kimchi and kraut to hummus to siete tortillas. Um, and when we moved into that section, it just blew up. And I think it's just the right foot traffic. It really stands out and it really serves the purpose of what it's supposed to be, which is supposed to be like, hey, I want to have something that is ready to cook at home, not ready to eat. So it's an ingredient. And so when we sat in that part of the grocery store, really the marketing of it and the trial has happened quite organically. We, um, you know, we've been self-funded to date and we were, we're we are very big on kind of trying to prove this out um, before taking outside money. And so there's been very limited budget for marketing. And it really has been trial on shelf. And so we invested a lot upfront on packaging and brand and understanding that story and getting it right on shelf. But I think finding that home in the grocery store really has helped us kind of, you know, grow the business. For those that are, are, are wondering where uh, you may be describing, correct me if I'm wrong, it's sort of like that. Uh, it's again, it's refrigerated. It's, it's got its own sort of set, whereas the vegan cheeses, these new emerging brands in that set, uh, you had na named a couple of brands as far as uh, cold uh, tortillas, these fresh tortillas that sit, sit in that area. I think that's great um, because there is trial in those areas there is discovery in those areas because there are a lot of newer products that go there 
So you're finding those consumers who are willing to try. Um, many who are in this arena and, and trying to understand, you know, how it is that you're going to go ahead and, and get trial. Uh, there are multiple ways, many of which come with a dollar, you know, dollar sign to them. Um, before it was demos, demos are starting to come back, uh, coupons and just getting things into the hands of consumers. Um, another is, you know, where it's potentially just a, a freebie, you know, you have a great packaging, there's a call out, there's something that really catches the consumer eye and they're walking by and they pick it up and for whatever reason, it just hits home for them and they go home with it to try it. That's kind of, yeah. a, that's your biggest win. Um, and I think that the other big differentiator for us has been, you know, I, I think if we step back, our big mission really is um, on democratizing healthy eating. Like for us, it's very important that every parent has access to like an organic, healthy meal for their children. And it's one of the things that, you know, we as a long term vision, that's what we want to work on. But in the short term, how we price the product. Um, has been a really big differentiator for us. We were very focused on making this affordable. Um, you know, if you think about feeding a family of four, um, our sauces sell for like $7.99 and it's, you know, it's really a, a, a full on meal. And I think in a, in a merchandise, in a say Whole Foods where you have a lot of products that sometimes are priced more, um, we end up looking like, hey, this is great value. So it just helps trial even more. And so there's a lot of work in the back end in the early days of trying to get our supply chain right and making sure like margins work and that we could fund this and we could scale this. Um, but I think that, you know, that price and merchandising has really helped us in, in the last couple of years. Well said. Where do you want to see yourself sort of uh, a kind of a, a now versus, versus uh, you know, then um, in 12 months? What does the brand look like? Where is it sitting? Is it still in that sort of that that I, I wanted to say off shelf, but in, in the category that we've just described as far as in that supermarket um, is it is it purely a natural play? Can you see this going conventional and then bring it home for us? It is refrigerated. So direct to consumer is going to have some obstacles which people should understand and identify with if they're in the, that sort of cold set. Um, so sort of bring that home for us. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, I think, you know, I think this um, part of the this, this set is evolving and growing a lot. When we first launched, there was no space for us. It was kind of like, hey, I only have a three foot wide cooler and like I, there's so much stuff in there. But I think retailers are now catching up. So that three foot space, you know, has turned to six, nine, 12. And in some retailers, it's, you know, going to be evolving into a fresh meal prep section of the grocery store. And I think that'll probably move into produce, which is kind of our conversations with some of the bigger conventional players is that we want, you know, they've all acquired meal kit companies and they see a much bigger play here in people going and buying ingredients that they can easily cook at home, what we call ready to cook, not ready to eat um, and build out that. So I think this section that we're in, this refrigerated vegan will grow and that will um, bring on a lot more opportunities for us to bring in kind of our next line of products. Um, for us in 12 months, we would like to launch our next set of products, which I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say obviously what they are, but they are in the same vein of like veggie based organic shortcuts and um, products that you can take home to create healthy meals. And so we see, you know, but in 12 months, you know, we expect our next set of products to be in. And I think in five years, our vision is that, you know, this is like 
a whole kind of dedicated end cap that has Do Anything Foods products that you can mix and match and take home with some fresh vegetables and some fresh protein. And you have, you know, 15 meals at your fingertips. And that's really kind of the way that, you know, what, what we would like, why we think of ourselves like a fresh meal prep company, not really a pasta sauce company. Um, and DTC, yes, yeah, so DTC is challenging. We actually launched DTC from day one because, you know, we didn't have any distribution. There was no other way to really test out our product and learn about it. And so we, we, did, we did that. But again, with very little marketing budget, we haven't put a huge amount of money behind it because it's not, it's very difficult to make that a profitable channel when you're a refrigerated, um, you know, product in, in the early days. I think that's changing. And I think that the, the economics on, on the supply chain, a lot more providers and on, on the shipping side, it will change. But um, we would like to spend this year, we, we are in the process of closing our first round ever now, you know, um, three years after. So I think that this year is the year to test and learn on DTC. I think it's a, it's, it's a TBD. I think you have to have it there as a marketing, um, you know, it, it's almost like its own marketing tool, but it, you know, we'd like to see if we can actually grow it and scale it and make it profitable. A lot of good stuff in there. I'll take it, the takeaways, uh, closing around, uh, test D to C at some point because you know it's inevitable. It should be part of the plan. Uh, having your own end cap at some point, that would be amazing. Uh, mm -hmm. Blessings to us all for having something like that at some point. Wouldn't that be amazing? Um, <laughs> good stuff. Uh, Do Anything Foods is in somewhere around. I throw it up before and then at the end, actually Scotty does. I don't even know how to get onto the Wi-Fi as I told him before. Uh, Jordan, uh, you do this too. My buddy Jordan uh, Buckner from Food Bevy. You have a quick question, or are you just going to go right into it and tell us about Food Bevy? No, I absolutely love what Monica is working on, and the sauces sound delicious. So I'm going to have to try myself. I got a young one at home here too. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's funny, I'll tell you a little bit what Monica and I were talking about beforehand that illustrates what we do. But, you know, Mark, it's great to be on Jordan with Food Bevy. And what we are is really an online platform to connect emerging food beverage entrepreneurs with really great tools and resources to help you grow and scale your business. Everything from our 4,000 plus person partner directory where you can contact retail buyers, contract manufacturers, and everyone in between uh, to our webinars and workshops that we host that are really geared towards practical advice and then using me directly to get connected to the right people. And so Monica, for instance, was actually just talking, she was looking for help with deduction management, was able to find one of our partners accountfully through Food Bevy. And she just had a call with them this morning and is getting a proposal from them. And so those are the kind of connections that I really helped to make because my ultimate vision is really to see anyone with a food and beverage idea and a great product idea be successful. And I want to help them get there. Deductions. What, what, I've never heard, I've never heard of anything like that. Bane <laughs> uh, of everyone's so existence. Start, that's actually how I started my morning with my associate. We're talking about. Uh, all right, Jordan Buckner, Food Bevy, Monica Salhatra, Do Anything Foods. Great to have you. Have a wonderful week. Blessings. Thank you. Thanks, Bye. Mark. Thanks.